Welcome to Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. I'm your host, Crystal Andrus Morissette, founder of the SWAT Institute. Women are being called right now to help heal this world. And it's time for a radio podcast that shows the how we're going to do just that, empowering one woman at a time. Now let's get to it. Yeah, let's get to it. We are back. It's our second Friday in a row in the month of March. And I'm so super stoked to be here with you two weeks in a row. I had such an amazing time last week. And in honor of International Women's Day, March 8th, um, and of course, um, Women's History Month, the month of March, I thought I need to do this again because we had so much fun last week. We had such a great turnout. In fact, our our private vault, as we call it, our conference line, we hit capacity for the first time since I've ever been doing this podcast. So uh, for those of you who couldn't get on the line last week, I apologize. Uh, we have increased um, our, our ability to take on more guests. So we have a, a, a wonderful group again today. So welcome so much. Welcome so much. Thank you so much. And welcome to Chat with Crystal, Empowered Conversations. And I would love to go to the phone lines to do some coaching uh, right out of the gate today because that's what we're here to do. Uh, for those of you that are here for the very first time, um, all you got to do is press star two in the queue. It'll put you in the queue. So you press star two on your, your keypad and it'll put you in the queue. And then we can chat today. We can uh, do some laser coaching, some empowerment coaching. We can um, talk about what's going on in your life. If you have a specific struggle that you're just feeling like I need, you know, someone that's outside of the forest to, to weigh in. And, you know, and that's really what I love about what we do as empowerment coaches is we, first of all, when we're doing our mentorship coaching, uh, which is something that is um, free coaching we offer through the SWAT Institute. So just like I do this on the first Friday of every month, we actually have extraordinary women who have been in training with me for some of them 10 years. <laughs> um, but um, it's a you know year-long program. And then some of them are now becoming master empowerment coaches. That's another two-year program. Um, and uh, it's comprehensive. It's incredible. Honest to goodness. If I didn't make it myself, I would want to take it. It's so comprehensive. It's like, I don't know, university for life, for success, for emotions, energy. Um, like it really, really is. And, and there really is a formula. In any case, what we do as empowerment coaches is we really laser in. And what I love is that we actually do it um, without visual. We, you know, I know we women want to be seen and heard in this world. We really do. We really do. But I also think so much is about how we look and there's a lot of pressure and, um, we can also fool each other. You know, sometimes when I think I'm all done up looking like a million bucks, but I'm not feeling good or I've got real serious issues or challenges going on in my life, I could fool someone into thinking I'm in a much better place than I truly am. On the other hand, you might view someone and think, well, they don't look like they're doing that well. And, and really, when you just listen to their voice and you don't see them, you'd say, wow, this woman is like, a, wow, she's on her game. She is shiny bright. So um, so I love that even today we get to do some coaching anonymous. 
And what I'm listening for, um, I'm teaching you as well. For those of you that are becoming coaches, this gives you an opportunity to sort of listen in to the same thing I'm listening to. I don't have any advanced notes. I don't know who's going to be um, coming on for coaching. Um, but there is a, a true formula to this process. And um, part of it is something called uh, the empowerment spectrum or the map of empowerment. It was originally way back, it, it, this, this style of coaching, I coined it, I formed it 20 years ago, and then I launched the school in 2009. Um, but it was originally based off of really quantum physics. <laughs> like it really was based off of this idea that if we were to put our hand under a microscope and zoom down on us. Yes, we look to be physical. We do. We look to be matter. Albert Einstein said energy and matter are perfectly interchangeable. E energy equals mc squared. Energy and matter are perfectly interchangeable. Um, and so if we were to zoom down in on us, on the physical part of us, on our hand, on the cells, and we had a microscope that could keep zooming, we would actually see that we are made up of billions of tiny little atoms. And those atoms are essentially empty little bundles of vibrating energy. So it's so it's so incredible if you can get your head around the science that here we all are, a bundle of vibrating energy that to our energy processing eyes, we can see people and go, oh, there's Jocelyn. Oh, there's Ellen. Oh, there's Danielle. Hey, Peg. Hey, Haiti, Danny, Terry, Helena, Danny, Madeline, Carrie Ann, Mel, Amy, Danielle, Ann, Sarah, uh, and the list goes on, Heidi, Catherine, um, and the list goes on. But to our energy processing eyes, we go, oh, that's a person. But really, that person is a bundle of vibrating energy, light. And when we are feeling empowered, when we're feeling really on our game, it means like we're a really sound body and a sound mind connected to our real self. Our energy is bright. It vibrates faster. We know that different emotions vibrate literally energetically at different speeds. So it's not that one energy or one emotion is bad versus good. It's that they feel different in the body. And so what we do as empowerment coaches is we're first listening for where that person's resonating emotionally because where you're at emotionally also can tell you where you're, how you're thinking, how you're viewing things, um, how you're talking to yourself, how you're perceiving your problems. And, you know, Albert Einstein, Einstein, Albert Einstein also said you can't solve a problem from the same energy that created it. In other words, you can't solve a problem from the same emotional place that is causing the problem. So we have to shift emotionally, energetically, vibrationally. We have to shift into a higher perspective, just like climbing a mountain. You look down and go, oh, look at how much further I can see. Look at how many more choices there are out there. I didn't realize it. When I was down in the hill, in the, in the valley, right in the bottom of the, down in the basement, you don't realize all the options. So rather than strategizing, um, and that's not to put down a life coach or any other, um, 
you know, modality that is strategy, a business coach that's like, okay, let's get to it. What are we going to get done that week, this week? That's really important too. But we say, let's first get you feeling better. And then from that place, you are going to be able to access your own inner wisdom. And through this, through a series of questions, you're going to actually be able to make the choice that's right for you because no one else can get in your head. Not one person on this earth knows what you're thinking and you don't know what anyone else is actually thinking. But what we can do is we can listen for the words, the energy, and that helps us start to laser in on, okay, where are we at? And then we strategize. So um, I also want to let you know, for those of you that are thinking about like maybe doing this for a living, um, we are so excited to support you. We're starting a brand new master empowerment coach certification, um, May, no, not May, March <laughs> in like 11 days, uh, March 21st. We're going to be starting a brand new one. It's 34 live classes with me over the next year. Of course, it doesn't mean you have to make every live class. Um, and in every live class, there are four um, lessons that build the, that build and, and weave together through the course of the year to get you feeling so empowered as a businesswoman to really understand uh, your unique selling proposition and features and the things that you you really love most um, will want to do um, and teach you how to bring it out to the world in a way that's going to really give you confidence and a safe place to practice and figure it all out until you're ready to launch. It also is going to take you a little bit into your history as a woman and um and patriarchy and archetypes and why those archetypes are so important because and then it bridges you into a coaching process that's one of the most powerful uh, processes we also do with empowerment coaching which is first it's energy um and it's the way we're communicating but then we we go even more advanced into understanding the different archetypes we each embody and how to um, integrate them all back into the wholeness of who we are. We call it working with parts. So there's really, really profound, almost like a new practical psychology um, and coaching process that, that we teach. So we're going to be starting that on March 21st. Um, if you would like to know more, if you're not even, if you have not even done the personal empowerment, you can still get in at the, the master level. It just means that you're going to do it in a different order. You're going to start with the master program. And then before you can graduate, you're going to do the, um, anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm just blah, 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 blobbing on. Um, but you'll, you'll do both. So you'll be able to do become a, a personal empowerment coach and a master. Um, and it's, it's woven together over the course of the next year. So if you're interested, uh, check it out, www.swatinstitute.com. Um, and book a discovery session with Brita. Brita is our admissions advisor. She's also a uh, master vision, a master purpose and vision coach. I got to tell you, I watched our webinar yesterday. I watched it back. 
our self-doubt detox webinar. And my goodness, she's brilliant and I'm brilliant and together we're brilliant and we just keep lighting each other up and and I feel like we're just firing neurons and our brains are just like ding, 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 ding. And um, it supercharges me and gets me super excited. And uh, you want to book a discovery session with Bree. Even the 30 minutes that you will spend with her, um, boy, she's just brilliant and to be in that kind of energy reminds you of who you really are and we need to surround ourselves with other uh, incredible women who recognize our own brilliance and celebrate it and want to amplify it and together we're brighter and uh, more powerful and together we're, we're moving mountains that's that's what's going down now so if you want to learn more about it the master program go and check it out over at the swatinstitute.com I'd love, I'd love, love, love to work with you and spend the next year with you because I know you're a light worker. That's why you're here. And I know you want to make your mark on the world. And I know that you have impact and influence and the world needs you. The world really does. It's not, it's not hokey. The world needs you. That's your life matters so very much. Um, and you don't have to influence billions of people or millions of people. Um, look at, I, I, I don't, I'm not influencing billions, but in my world, I feel like, wow, to be so blessed to be surrounded by even the 30 women that are just here right now that have called in just this, the 30 live right now that are like, I'm here with you, Crystal. Like, wow, we're blessed. Let's all put two feet on the floor. Let's do it right now. And let's get grounded. And let's all together take a couple of nice deep breaths in through our nose Ah, and a big breath out and let's just feel ourselves connecting in our bodies that's where our emotions lie let's feel ourselves come down 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 out of our busy brain maybe you can feel your shoulder blades relax down your back maybe your shoulders come down from your ears your jaw relaxes and just let yourself come down into your breath and remind yourself of who you really are in fact if you don't know who you really are I tell you you are going to be in for a great treat when you discover her because you'd be in awe of her, the real you. She is so confident. She's so aligned. She's so calm and curious. Um, she's expansive and open and loving. Um, and, and, uh, and I don't want to say fearless, but she is, she knows there is a, big beautiful amazing world out there and she's aligned with it and she's connected that's who you really are and when you operate your life from that place you make things happen people want to be around you you like yourself you feel good about yourself you you have a joie de vivre you smile and I'm not saying that we don't have down days because we do we have down moments and we have down weeks and we get in lulls and Geez, this last full moon. Holy, was everybody tired this week? Like, life is still going to happen. But when you surround yourself with women who are in that place, we kind of keep mirroring to each other. Wait, come here. Let me pick you back up. You pick me back up. And um, yeah, so I'm supercharged by what I get to do. So let's do it. Let's go to the phone lines. I see Jocelyn uh, has the first one to raise her hand. And Jocelyn, you don't have to do anything at all, but I'm going to press uh, the mute button and you should be clear and all you got to say is hello. Hello. Hey, Jocelyn. How are you? I'm good. good. Um, actually, your introduction just now may have answered a lot of my questions. Wow. And that are 
touched on a lot of it. And I think I really do, even though I'm taking the tech um, for how many years now, I think maybe talking to Britta might be a key. So I've never done a discovery with her because I started I started my training before she was around. So I'm yeah. thinking that might be it. <laughs> Jocelyn, that's what you need to do. I just love that you just said that. So you're, you're of course, I know who this is, um, but you're enrolled in our Empowerment Coach certification. You originally signed up years ago and that listen that's okay you're a very successful uh woman in your 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 career you're a busy mom you're married you you know you have a full life and um i have a funny feeling something i have this funny feeling jocelyn and i'm gonna throw this out there it's just a gut feeling i think sometimes some women um love the sisterhood so much they never graduate I don't know. Like, I feel like some women are like, they're not ready to graduate because there's a feeling of like, oh, now I got to go out there and do it. And I just really still just want to be a student. I want to be in here. I want to be, I don't want that pressure that I actually have to go do this thing yet in the world. I'm not quite ready to go do it yet. And if I graduate, there's an expectation that I have to start my business. And you don't, by the way, you know, you don't have to launch anything until you're ready. Um, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. Do you, what do you think? Why do you think it's been yeah, well, years? The one thing you, you were talking about was having people around you who help empower you. And that's what I find with the sisterhood. And that's yeah, exactly. You hit the nail on the head. Like you always do crystal. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell me what, what, have that group. yeah, but what, so what do you think it is? Why do you think that you, I, I remember Justin, I don't know if you signed up first for a retreat or you signed up first to become a coach and then came to a retreat? Like, what order was it? I believe I went to the retreat first because I've been to two retreats. Okay. And so, do you remember when you came to the first retreat, what year it was? I don't, Crystal. Um, That's okay. Listen, I got I got some the, good news I, for everybody. I say the second, the second one I was at was with Penny. Um, and I think that oh Penny, yes, Penny. Yeah. That would have been geez, we actually had I remember we had a Lucinda from the UK came over for that one um to my home retreat. And so that gosh, that had to have been that had to have been seven years ago. Yeah. It had and to I been. think there was there was one just after my dad passed, so that would have been eleven years ago. So, eleven years yeah. ago. So Jocelyn, that's when we met, eleven years ago. And yeah. um, I have great news. No pressure, Jocelyn. I'm not expecting you to fly from British Columbia to my house. But we <laughs> have officially put on the calendar our first Simply Woman home retreat, the original in-person home retreat at my house for May 20th, 2023. So in two months from now, we're doing our first um, our first retreat that we haven't done in a long time, long before COVID. 2019 was my last retreat. So I'm so excited. We're going to be doing a Simply Woman Home retreat at my house. All the uh, info will go up either later today or tomorrow. Uh, there's only 20 spots open. Of course, they fill fast. Um, but so, Jocelyn, 11 years ago, you came to my home retreat. I remember you in that deep grieving place after your father died. That was a really hard time for you. Um, and then you decided to sign up to become a coach and then, um, you come in and go out you come in and go out and now you're back. You seem like you've been back sort of with like real presence over the last year, something in your life has brought you back into the fold, so to speak. 
Um, uh-huh. Tell me where you're at. Well, the, big, the, the biggest thing that happened is that I'm no longer working full time. Uh-huh. And so I feel like I should have the time. There I did it. I shoulded myself. Yeah, you did. I should do uh, the you should be a coach. <laughs> so you quit working full time and now you're feeling like I should do this. But do you want to do it? Is it something you're feeling like I really want to become a coach or, or is it, I just really love the content, the curriculum and the sisterhood. And I don't know that I want to graduate. Like, where are you at? I think the latter still crystal, because I guess I don't, don't, I don't see who I could help, but that's my, my self-doubt and, and, um, self-esteem that's always been an issue for me so yeah and it's so surprising I always I don't mean to say it like that but I'm like you're so brilliant and attractive and like you're so can like we don't see ourselves the way other people see us so that's what I was saying about coaching over the phone or coaching like this where we don't have a visual on each other and I I don't get to see you and you so I am just hearing you say I don't have high self-esteem um so let's talk about that you know interestingly we sent out the replay webinar for um the self-doubt detox and I happened to watch it yesterday and I remember the bullet points so um the vision you know what is the vision what is your why Jocelyn like that let's start with that and get some clarity around when you say like I don't know who I would help. First of all, my jaw falls open because I'm like, what, Jocelyn, you're a brilliant pharmacist. You have been helping people for thirty years or something, twenty years. What are you talking about? You've run your own company. You're a leader. Um. So, but let's just stay with that thought. Let's just stay with that thought, which is I don't even know who I would help. What is your, let's talk about your why. Why did you want to sign up for this in the first place? What was the the reasons why you felt like you wanted to take this? And it didn't have to be for anyone else. Like, listen, it can start off being, I, I needed this for me. Like, let's talk about why. Your bigger picture, why? Why you wanted to My do this? Bigger, the biggest reason why when I originally signed up was, because I do enjoy helping people. Obviously, that's been my career. And I was tired of that career. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was sucking the life out of me. And that was the, the that your career in in pharmaceuticals? Is that what yeah. you mean? Okay, so yeah, that was. But part of, was the helping yeah. people sucking the life out of you? And it could. It could have been. Or was it the, the no, day in, day out of what? It was the corporate expectations that was, yeah, the helping people has always been, yeah. been important and yeah. So let's stay and, with that because when we stop, when we s- stop remembering our why, like the service part, when we forget like, wait, it feels really good to help people. It feels really good to see someone who's like Jocelyn. I get, I'm the same. I get like supercharged. And it's not that I want, want to see people. I don't, I, I feel terrible when I see someone not in a good place. But when I feel someone shift, I shift. So it's, it's selfish as I'm being selfless. So you got to remember, you got to bring it back to the why, 
that will help you stay on track in the harder times. Like, why am I doing this again? What was my bigger picture? Why do I want to do this again? Like, what's going to make me dig in and do work or homework or assignments or listen to coaching calls? Or why do I want to do that again? Well, there's a bigger reason. Let's go back to that. Let's go back to the bigger reason. So now I'm not doing, I'm not working full time. Um, I don't want to do anything ever again that sucks the life out of me. I don't like, tell me what you don't want just for a cu- just a couple bullet points of what you don't want to do again. But you, you've got the biggest ones there. Um, I don't want to feel that I owe to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't want to owe anyone anything. Yeah. I want to be, I get that. Like, I don't mean that to sound like, but I, I, um, I think me too. Like one of the things that I like made a decision even back, like in my thirties when I was still, I was an author, but even having a publisher, which listen, I'm going to be publishing another book. So I'm going to need a publisher again. Like, don't get me wrong, but there was a point in my thirties where I had a publisher and, and they can not, they can't make or break you. I want to correct that again. I believed back then, like, wow, if you don't do things right, they can break you. Like, not just the publisher, but like, um, if you're on the speaking circuit or you're like, wow, if you do things wrong, it's like, it, it could be cancel culture. It was like, it's stuff like that scared me or like having a male boss that might be inappropriate with me. Or I just didn't want to play the game with anybody. I didn't want to do the, like, I have the quotes, my fingers right now, the dance. I didn't want to do the patriarchal dance. I didn't want to do the bullshit. I didn't want the corporate bullshit. I didn't want, I just didn't want to owe anybody anything. I didn't want to owe any, I didn't want to owe my time or my money to that, to that, I didn't want to have to, to, to show up in a way that I wasn't comfortable showing up. I didn't want to have to say anything. I didn't really want to say, I didn't want to have to do anything. I didn't want to sell something. I didn't really want to sell. I, I only wanted to sell what I wanted to sell, say what I wanted to say and do it my way. And that meant I have to be an entrepreneur. And I, and I made that decision. And once I made that decision, I had to really start thinking about my bigger why. Why do I want to work for myself? Why do I want to do this with only women? Why do I only want to work with women? Why does it matter so much to me? Like, why am I so passionate about helping women break through oppression and limiting beliefs and, and self-doubt? And, um, I don't, I, I want that for every woman. I want every woman to have a sense of autonomy and independence and, and to, and to choose where she's going to be vulnerable and to choose where she's going to be courageous and to allow her to still be feminine and in her own body and doing it her own way and loving her own skin. And like, I, I didn't want any woman to ever go through sexual abuse. And if she was sexually abused to not, I didn't want any woman to not have a safe place to work that out. I didn't want any woman. I wanted women to know that internalized misogyny runs rampant in many of our families, but there's a safe place. You can come here and be around other women who are going to love you and support you. Cause guess what? I needed that too. And I wanted that for my daughters. So I had a really big why. And every time I would get veered off course or discouraged or frustrated that I remind myself, wait, come back to the vision come back to the vision. Like if it's, if it's, my friend said something to me yesterday because I was saying to her, I don't know why 
I want to do something with TV. And I was just talking with a TV producer that said, oh, Crystal, TV, don't worry, don't forget TV. And and then I was like, well, not it doesn't have to be TV, like a TV station. Like, it doesn't have to be CTV across Canada. I don't mean that. I just mean I want to do something visual. I want to do something, like, I was just, and she said, just looked at me, and the way she said it was so soft and so beautiful. She's like, how did she word it? I'm going to mess it up. But it was like, if it's been placed on your heart, it's a reason. There's a reason it's been placed on your heart. So you can deny your heart or you can trust your heart. And so, Jocelyn, there's some things that have been placed on your heart. What were those things? What were the things that were placed in your heart in the first place? Maybe you left the retreat and felt like that was special, the way those women came together and loved and supported each other. And one day, I meet deep friendships. Maybe it was, um, what? What was it, Jocelyn? Remember back. And then throughout the years, what keeps you coming back? What is the why for you? I guess the biggest thing is the sisterhood because I've always been, I'm going to say it's great introvert. Um, so it's hard for me to, to find people. Um, I had one good friend very early on in my career who I have no idea why suddenly said we were not friends anymore. And that was one of the hardest things in my life. And I, so I, find it to trust people after that yeah. which just didn't happen you know I want to and tell it I want to I want to stay with that for a second because um I'm going to assert that probably every woman on this call maybe not everyone but a very huge majority of us um if 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 you've been hurt by a woman that you really loved like a friend a sister a cousin a mother um, but even a deep friendship, like a deep, a friendship that you just loved, like it can be a harder breakup than a marriage. It it can be, I don't want to say harder, but it can be worse than breaking up with a boyfriend. Like having your best friend break up with you. I know I went through it too, Jocelyn. It, it was gut wrenching. And when I look back, I think, I was so invested. Clearly she wasn't invested. Why was I so invested in her? Why did I love her so much? And she was so much younger than me. So it was a bit of a motherly. It was, I was, I just loved her. And she, I don't know, she looked like me, but she was like 12 years younger and she was just dynamic and beautiful. And I was just like, man, I just loved spending time with her. And she was so intelligent. And we would literally talk to like three o'clock in the morning, drinking wine. And she was just, oh, we just, and then, something happened and we just had a falling out and it, it, I, it hurt me for years. It was so gut wrenching. So I'm hearing you say I was so hurt by a woman and I couldn't understand why she broke up with me. That's what it is. It looks like you, you've just, yeah. you've had your heart broken. You had your heart broken. And, and that really, um, tell me about that. It, to, to, to be honest, I really had no idea. She said that I had said something, and then and she said, "Well, if you can't remember what you said, then obviously, um, I'm not important to you." And to this day, I would never be able to tell you what I had said. You know what's and I'm crazy, Jocelyn? Sure. You know what's crazy to me? I don't mean crazy like as in like we're not jobs, but I just yeah. mean, you know I use that word a lot. Crazy. Here's what's crazy. Yeah. Um, how long ago was that? I, I'm gonna guess twenty years ago. <laughs> Like, 
Yeah, actually, thirty years ago. I was gonna say thirty. I was. I stopped myself. It was when I was pregnant with my son, and he just turned thirty-two. Okay, so I was Jocelyn. I was going to say what was that? Thirty years ago, and then I thought, no, that's that's being too dramatic. Twenty years ago, I should have just stayed with the thirty. I should have gone with my instinct, my intuition. So thirty years ago, a woman hurt you, and you can actually still remember what she said to you that you said something and if you don't care that much and here's what's this is what I want to say this is what's crazy about us women that it's you've held on to that for 30 years and that we didn't have the communication skills back then to say wait I care so much about you and if I hurt you I'm so sorry can we talk about this can women didn't know how to do this Women are still don't know how to do this, and women don't even know how to do this in their relationships with their, with their lover, with their partner, with their spouse. They don't know how to do it with yeah. children. We don't know. So even when I hear people say, women are empowered, we're empowered, we are empowered. No, we're not. Because we, we never learned really how to really talk about our, our emotions and to communicate it in a way that... Like, we don't want to come across like we're on a Jerry Springer episode. We don't want to come across like we're too needy. We don't want to come across like we're too angry. We don't want to be too hurt. We don't, we don't know, we don't, we don't want to be all those things, but we don't know what we do want to be. So we know what we don't want. And you don't ever want to be hurt by a woman like that again. And you then put women at a distance. And now coming into this safe place has probably been so healing for your heart. It has been so healing for your heart. So it's probably been so healing for you just to be and to do your due diligence. And it's been 11 years of you building trust with me. 11 years to be like, is she still, is she still serious? Does she really have my back? Are we really, is this real? Is she going somewhere? And here we are 11 years later and, um, and you're starting to see, and I, you know, I had lunch with a friend yesterday and I, I said that, I said, you know, my, my big, why my big calling is I naively really believed all women, we were all in it together. I knew we were in different boats in the same storm, but I really thought we were all in the same storm and that we were just, we did have different, we had different boats but I've learned over the years that that's not how all women feel and that there's a lot of women that don't see us all in the same storm and that don't see us um, struggling the same ways and that that don't think that we're all under one big umbrella it's very divided there's a lot of division there's a lot of there's still a lot of competition there's still a lot of gossip and hurting and and picking and poking and being mean and catty and there is there's so much internalized misogyny still going on out there and I said I realize now what my big why is and it is that I want to build a, a safe place for all women all denominations all communities all countries all backgrounds all religions or no religion, all skin colors, 
Like we have to come together, ladies. Like I know we need to acknowledge our differences and our own personal stories, but we are all from this earth. This earth belongs to all of us. That moon belongs to all of us. That sun belongs to all of us. This ground belongs to all of us. And we need to start treating each other as sisters and coming together. So Jocelyn, I, I hear you saying I really love the sisterhood. And here's what I'm going to suggest. Get on a discovery call with Brita because you're meant for more. I think you should do the master program. I think you should come on in. I think you should be a part of something even bigger. That's what I think. What do you think, Jocelyn? Well, that's where, I start. that's where I started. Yeah, I think you're ready to come on back. I think you're ready to do it. I think timing is everything. Okay. What do you think, Jocelyn? No pressure. Like, you don't have to do it. I'm just saying, what, do, what are you feeling? Like, I'm feeling like you're ready to now immerse yourself a little deeper and a little deeper and a little deeper and... Uh, and have that safe place for you to build out this business and this dream of yours of helping people and owing no one anything. Yeah. I will get on the call with Britta. <laughs> I'm excited. Yay, I love your laugh of truth. I think it's, you're, you're ready. Uh, what else? Is there anything else do you want to talk about today? Uh, is there any other thing you want to chat, coaching, questions, anything going on? I'm going to say the only other thing is that I, where you said, who, who can I help? And I just, I've always thought that being who I am and the role model that I thought I was doing, that I had done a better job with my daughter and she's, she scares me or her situation scares me. Cause I find that her, my son-in-law is a huge, huge, I'm going to say he's a narcissist. Mm. I just plain and simple. So and what scares scary. you when you say, I wish I'd done a, did you say better job? Did you use those words? Did a better say... job raising her. Yes. And giving her the empowerment. So yeah. Here's the great news, Jocelyn. We can only give what we know. And once we know better, we can do better. And your, your job as a mother hasn't, hasn't ended. And in fact, the more empowered you become, it is a trickle down effect to your daughter. Just, by virtue of osmosis, just by you doing the work and you showing up and you being a little brighter and a little shinier and a little clearer and a little more focused and a little more driven and a little more confident and then talking about your dreams and what you want to do and where you're going and the things you've learned and then suggesting to her, hey, you should book a coaching call. You know, I'm part of the school. They, they would do, you don't need to get coaching with me, honey. I'm your mom. Your moms, moms, moms just need to love their daughters and be there for support. But there's this school. You should sign up. You should get some mentorship coaching. You deserve this. I and 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 listen. She chose him. She's with him. So your your only thing you can do now is just love her so much and support her so much, and you be your best self. Like every time I level up, I see my daughters level up. And every time my daughters level up, if, if I want to level up, like we do have that, that really beautiful connection. And, and I also see from the time they were little, when I'm not in a good place, I see that it affects them. I see it. 
when my when I'm my my relationship, I don't know, I just don't feel like he's into me. I feel like that has a ripple effect on my kids' relationships. And and it's not they might say, No, mom, it doesn't. But as the mother, I can see that when I'm smiling and bright and happy and I'm around them and I'm supercharged, they have a lightness in them. And when I'm down yeah. and sad and it's it's very hard for them to be joyful around me at least, if I'm not. So this is a beautiful gift you're going to give to your daughter. Um, and I'm sorry that you feel like you didn't do the best job you could. But listen, I think every single mother, you know, uh, at least I, I was listening to a song Natalie Hughes just wrote and was listening to called Stronger Than, Stronger Than You Think, Stronger Than You, Stronger Than You Thought, Stronger Than You Thought. And she says, every good, you know, the backbone of every mother. And then I said to her, but Natalie, not every mother does have that backbone. And she was like, oh yeah, you need to change the lyrics. And she changed it to every good mother. And then I was like, oh, does that sound, does that sound um, judgmental? But um, like every good mother has guilt. Every good mother thinks, did I do the best? Like I, I have to, I say to myself now, I did the best I could because I can't change it. And there, I made mistakes, but at the time I was doing the best I could at the time. And now I know better and I, I know things and I, I'm, my parenting isn't ever going to be finished and neither is yours. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you, what do you feel when I say that? What does that make you feel inside in, in your body? I relaxed a bit over it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How old's your daughter? She's just turned 30 on International Women's Day. She turned 30. <laughs> She's a woman now. Um, that's beautiful. Uh, you have a long, long, long time with her. You have so many incredible years to spend with her. You have so much time to focus on yourself and let her be her own woman and you go be your own best woman. And, um, and you'll see that ripple, that trickle down, that love will trickle down, Jocelyn. I promise you, it's the way it works. Breathe that in. Breathe that in. And book your call with Bree. It's time for you, my darling. It's time for you. It's now it's your time for you to really immerse yourself in your own self-love, self-care, self-learning, self-empowerment, lifting your own light, being surrounded by women who are going to help celebrate you, lift you, shine when you don't feel shiny, um, and hold you when you don't feel strong, and, and rejoice with you when you do. And there's nothing, in my opinion, at this point in my life that's more important um, than the women that surround me for my joy and success. So do that, okay? Yes, All right. thank you. All right, Jocelyn, I'm so glad you called in today. I'm gonna go to Danielle. Um, let me do a little unmute. Danielle, all you have to say is, hey, hi. Hello there. Hi, Danielle, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Is this your first time calling in or have we spoken before? No, I've, I'm in the, well, cause I don't. Danielle. Yeah. It's so funny how <laughs> I just, 
It's so funny. I just have to hear like a voice for a little bit. Nope. I'm in the, oh, I know exactly who we're talking about. You did a video dancing in your kitchen. Oh my gosh. You saw that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That was awesome. Uh, Danielle, what's going on for you today? How can I support you? Well, I mean, there, I mean, there's a whole lot of things, I guess, but. Where do we I want think... to start? What are you feeling? Tell me what's going on. What are you feeling? Well, I, I'm. I'm only on the second assignment of the program because <clears throat> I'm, I mean, I have five kids and they have all sorts of sports and we live in the boonies and all this stuff. I remember. But besides all that. I remember um, five kids, two are yours, three are his. Is that right? Four his and Oof. I have three, but only, we only have five at home. Holy lordy, lordy, lordy. Hold on. Wait a second. We got seven. We have seven kids. Yeah. Okay. We have seven kids, five at home. And uh, we live in the middle of nowhere, and I yeah. run children around all day long, and I'm I'm feeling a little frustrated. I'm really wanting to get to my studies, but I feel like I'm being pulled in a million directions. Am I on track? Yep. Okay. Tell me more. Fill me in. What else? Um. Well, I work full time. I uh, work full time. Mostly at home. Yeah. Um. Really, what? For some, okay, so I wanted to make TikToks. I know that just sounds weird because I feel like I have something to share. Yeah. And this okay. just kind of goes along with everything that I'm trying to do. And I never, I know I stop myself, but I just can't bring myself to, I mean, I have some TikTok videos on there, but anyway. Um, and I've created this business in my, um, like what I want to do and named it in terms of um, having women and girls really for, I guess, apparently I can't talk today. That's okay. It's really going to okay. represent women growing into what God has created them to be and their purpose or his purpose for them and, and personal growth. And I want to create something of that nature. Okay. So I heard you say, let's stay, let's stay with this for a minute, because one of the things that you heard me say at the top of the hour was one of the things we do with empowerment coaching is we do emotions first, strategy second. So let's first start with emotions. And just remember that no matter where you're at, every human being has access to the full range of emotions. Some of us get more comfortable in certain emotions and sometimes we just do what's familiar because it comes from family and it's not even where we want to be and it's not where we want to resonate, but it's just where we are. And so no matter what's going on under the surface, there's no judgment. That's the first thing we have to do with ourselves because we can't, we can't make changes if we can't be able to feel our own truth, feel what's going on inside. So if it didn't make Danielle a bad mother, if it didn't make Danielle a bad stepmother, if it didn't make Danielle a bad partner, if it didn't make Danielle, um, uh, if it didn't embarrass Danielle to put up TikToks, if it didn't, if, if none of that mattered, if it didn't matter, nothing mattered. It didn't make her a bad daughter, a bad mother, a bad sister, a bad anything. It didn't, what is Danielle feeling right now under the surface? 
What is the primary feeling, if you could describe it, if you could just breathe down into your body, under the surface, under all the busyness, under all the noise, under all the stuff, what do you feel? What's going on in there? Is it fear? Is it anger? Is it sorrow? Is it guilt? Tell me, is it shame? Is it excitement? Is it exhaustion? Is it, tell me what's just under the surface. Danielle? Is Danielle still there? Danielle, why am I not hearing you? Where did Danielle go? <laughs> oh my gosh. What Danielle, happened? there you are. Danielle. Oh my gosh. What just I happened? think my phone closed. I'm so sorry. Okay. So did you hear anything um, I said? If yes, it didn't make did. you a bad so woman, it didn't make you a bad anything. What are you feeling right under the surface? Tell you what I'm feeling. Well, I mean, I'm feeling hot. I'm stripping my sweater off right now. I just threw it off over my head because I'm like getting into this. Danielle, <laughs> talk to me, sister. What are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's fear, but it, I, there's a lot of overwhelm. Yeah. However, I'm in a place where I feel like I'm not even close to any of the potential that I have. Right. And um, I don't know how to place that into a feeling. Okay. I love that. I love that because that's what a lot of women, in an honest moment, they'd say, I don't know what this feeling is. I don't even know what the feeling is. I have thoughts. Um, and, you know, scientists say they, they don't know. So much research has been done on what comes first, the thought or the feeling. So I don't know what the feeling is, but the thought is I'm not even close to my potential. If you heard me say that and then you were to say, if okay, I don't want to put it on you to put pressure on you, but... When I hear someone say, I don't even feel close to my potential. If I were to say, what is that under that? What, what is that feels, does that, do you feel, do you feel bad about that? Do you feel guilty that you're not close to your potential? Do you feel like you're, you're not ever going to be able to be close to your potential? Do you feel helpless that you're never going to get to your potential? Or do you just feel like I'm not close to my potential yet and I know it? Like, is it pride? Is it self-righteousness? Is it, is it anger? Is it frustration? Is it disappointment? Just, it doesn't, not one of those words, it's not right or wrong, by the way. Just which one kind of feels like when I say it, you go, yeah, that, that feels closer to what I'm feeling. I mean, maybe some guilt in terms of, like, if I don't do it now, I'm going to regret it. Yeah, yeah. If I because don't I'm do it, I'm, it's almost like I'm laying dormant. Yeah, I'm laying dormant. So you know when I, you know what I hear when I hear those kind of words, and to all the coaches on the line right now, when you hear someone saying "I'm laying dormant," then I would say mm, that sounds like she kind of feels stuck. She feels a little bit stuck. She says she's overwhelmed. That would be fear. Um, so on the map of empowerment, we would we would say the very lowest feeling is shame. Shame is who I am is no good. Guilt is what I'm doing or not doing is no good. Blame is I'm stuck or apathy is almost like I feel a sense of, of this like helplessness right now. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to get out of this. Like, how did I get myself here? I deserve better. And I don't know how I got here. 
And then there's sorrow, which is I'm, I'm sad. I'm really sad that this is where I'm at right now. And then there's fear. Is it ever going to change? I'm afraid it's never going to get better. And then there's desire, which is I want what I want and I know that I deserve more and I want more. And then there's anger, which is I'm so angry that I'm not getting what I want and I deserve. And then there's pride, which is fuck that shit. I'm going to fucking do it. Excuse my language. There she goes. Um, excuse me for that yeah. one. So, Danielle, where are you? Where are you at when I say that to you? Is there is there one of those things that feels stronger than others? I think the the blame and feeling stuck for sure. A hundred percent is what I would say. I, I feel like I'm on a lot of those levels like I'm angry because my husband's ex-wife owns our house and there we go we have debt so we can't pay and so we're renting from her and she moved the kids to a different town and then we have to run back and forth and everywhere and it's okay. just frustrating there it is see. this is what I felt okay so I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you that the um the the there is a bit of a heaviness when you came on peppered in with mm -hmm. a little bit of laughter which tells me you're a bit of a comedian and um, you can, you can, you can turn that anger into um, some fun. Um, that's probably what your TikTok videos are um, that you say, I can't bring myself to share. That's, you know, we're going to bust through that. Um, but I'm hearing anger and I heard anger and that's why we can get stuck in that pride shame loop is that we we get ourselves all the way up to, I'm angry. Like, I'm I'm angry that I am renting my husband's ex-wife's house. I'm angry that I'm running the kids all around, and she's moved them to a different city, and I don't know. When you have them, do you have to drive them to another city? I don't know all the logistics, but I can feel I'm angry. And when we don't express our anger in a healthy way, it implodes on us and we sabotage and we we hurt ourselves and we don't take action in the appropriate ways and then what starts to happen is we can almost slide boom 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 back down the empowerment spectrum so it's almost like we go from like i i want to do like i'm hearing you say like i have named my business i want to help women and girls i want them to to reach the potential that that god has for them like i heard those things that's your truth that's what your why is i'm going to help women and girls reach their greatest potential and i'm, I'm frustrated with myself right now because i know better and i'm smart cookie and i'm funny and in a lot of ways i have a lot of confidence because i saw one of your TikTok videos and it was funny and so there's a part of you that's like i got something to to share here and i want to do it and i'm angry and I'm frustrated and and instead of expressing that in a really articulate, like Jocelyn with the friend from 30 years ago, it really expressing your needs, your wants, your frustrations, and making sure that you're starting to operate in a way that's gonna get your needs met. We sometimes don't know what to do with all of that and so we just fall back down into desire, which is also jealousy or, or, or comparison, like the flip side of desire, which is if I could wave a magic wand, but then the flip side of that is mm -hmm. it's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah. 
And then that falls down into fear. Am I ever going to get my turn? Is it ever going to be my time? And then that can fall down into sorrow, which is like, I'm sad again. And then that can fall down into blame and feeling stuck. And it can even go so far as to feeling guilty. But here's the good news. I think that you're in the higher spectrums if we could push you up through that anger. Like, I think we have to push you through the anger and the pride into some courage. That's really where I see you're at, Danielle. Like, I know we all have that blame, but what I really feel under the surface with you is, is anger, is anger. I feel you're frustrated. I feel a heaviness. And that heaviness is, is, um, I, I, I don't know why I almost want to like grip my teeth a little bit. Like, Ugh, Ugh. that's, oh, yeah. that's what I'm feeling off you. I don't know if that's, that's you, but no, that's it. Yeah, I'm feeling like, this is... And I feel it, and then I'm like, okay, I can't be like this. I can't do this. Okay, so but listen. God has a plan. I just have to Danielle, God does have a plan. God does have a plan. And in fact, God's <clears throat> plan for your life is so much bigger and more beautiful than anything you could plan up. I believe that. God has a plan. Um, God is what, you know, God, for you, God has a plan for you and your life. And... Um, this, this, you feeling frustrated isn't it, but I'm also going to tell you this. We women have to learn how to get more comfortable in the middle zone, the gray zones, the, with not just the black or white. It's not just down there in the bottom and the shame where it's dark and heavy. And it's not just up there in the white light of enlightenment and joy and peace and love. Like where life happens is in the middle. It happens in the middle. And women have not been taught what to do with anger. So we say things like, God has a plan. And I don't mean that to be, please forgive me. But we say things like, well, God has a plan. So I'm just going to pray. And I'm just going to hope that God sees me and it's going to reward me. And I don't mean that to sound like an ass. I don't, Danielle. But I I do believe all that. But I also believe God says, and I give you free choice and free will. Mm -hmm. And... I gave you everything that you needed, Danielle, to be incredible and to go out there and do the work. But now you have to take action. And action is the antidote to despair. And you don't have to, you know, turn the whole Titanic today, but you have to take one action step today, one action step um, that's going to move you closer towards feeling a little bit happier. Like, let's make happy. Let's make joy. Let's make... Let's make like let's let's make it like something fun. Let's move you in the direction of fun because you know I feel like Danielle. I don't know why, but I, if I could describe your archetype, like if we were doing working with parts, and I, I know this is intuitive right now, but I've been doing this a long time. I feel like you could fall into the Joker and the Warrior archetype. I feel like you could really be funny, and I feel like you could really channel that anger into humor, like a comedian. And I feel like, mm-hmm. and if you, and if not done properly, you could be a warrior. You could like, um, and, and if we could channel that just a little higher to push through into having the courage, you know, to, to have some of those hard conversations without losing your cool, to be able to really put a plan together for like strategizing. Okay. What are, what, how are we going to do this? What, what are my next steps? What would it look like, Danielle? What would it look like? I know you don't need to have the whole big plan right now today. Well, you'd love to, but that might be overwhelming because you've already told me you feel overwhelmed because you already have seven kids 
and you live in the boonies and you're driving kids around and you're angry and frustrated, what could you do today? What would courage have you do today? Just today. What's something you could do today? It's going to feel good. Not that's going to feel more overwhelming. Something that you do and then after you're done it, you kind of get a giggle. Because you you have a lot of giggles in you that need to come out. Yeah. You want to be lighthearted. I can feel you want to be lighthearted because you have that odd, that occasional little laugh in there that's like cheeky. <laughs> yeah, like that. You do. You have a cheeky little laugh in there that's like, you know what? I, I want to do God's work, but I also want to put TikTok videos up. What are your TikTok videos about? Well, the, the couple that I have, the four that I have on there is just us being, me being silly. See? And See? like driving down seaside Oregon and singing Frozen out the window with the kid roll, the windows rolled down, embarrassing my children. See, I knew it. And I haven't even seen those. So why aren't you sharing them? Why can't you bring yourself to share them? Why? What are you afraid of? Who's going to judge you? What are you worried about? Well, I think, I think that I'm trying to figure out what kind of videos I should put on there. And, and then I thought about, well, why don't I do some TikTok videos about this house and the situation, but then I don't want to like blast anybody out, you know, not be rude or anything, but like, this is kind of okay. funny. Like we have, you know, yellow jackets in the walls and they're starting to wake up and you know what do I mean? It. Like, <laughs> then do it. I feel like that's what you want to do. I will say this though, that might be a passive aggressive way of letting your ex husband's ex-wife know how unhappy you are and maybe the more empowered thing is moving or is that not possible right now it's just not possible right now so to make light of it do your videos would the videos crack you up would the videos make light of it would the videos make you feel more empowered would the videos give you like a little giggle with the videos and if they started to get traction would that make you think oh, this is great I love it or would it make you think oh, people are now watching me I mean I think that I would the only thing that I would worry about is if somebody took offense to it but like like the ex-wife that I wouldn't do you really I care put, do you really care I mean I don't know Danielle I don't think you do <sighs> I don't want to care. Yeah. Well, well. Because it's a really crappy situation. Yeah. So um, what's an empowered way of dealing with that crappy situation? I mean, making light of it. So then why don't you do that? At the end of the day, all I can do is laugh. Yeah. Well, at this point, you know? and there is a time, there are times in life where all you can do is laugh. And that's why it's so funny that I picked up on that, that I picked up that you have the Joker archetype in you, like that's strong. And that's part of the ways that you cope. That's one of the way, that's one of the ways that you cope with hard times is you mm -hmm. make people laugh and you, you'd rather have a laugh at it than lose your marbles. And what if you making light of it and having a laugh brings some laugh and lightness to someone else's day and then that feeds you a little bit and gives you energy. Would that feel good right now? I mean, it's not your answer forever. Yeah. It's not going to solve your life no. problems. But what's it? No, it would be. I think the fact that you brought it up is exactly when I said, if it's on your heart, you're being called. You, you wouldn't be being called no. to do. I'm not called to do TikTok videos, but, but you are.
and millions yeah. of other people are. And I, I wish I were. I wish I really do. I really wish I were. I wish I were called to do more things on social media because I'd probably be so much more successful. But I don't know. We are all called to do different things. And this is your thing. Danielle, you don't have to explain it, why you're funny. You don't have to explain why you, why do some people love to sing? Why do people like to write? Why do people, you like to make light and make funny videos? Will you, will you, will you start posting? How often, how often do you think you should post them? You've got four ready. Are they posted yet? Yeah, I've already posted them. Okay. So what's the next step? Danielle, did you just move? Just... Oh, you're there. Danielle, what's your next step? No, no. I guess maybe just post one a day. One a day? We went from none to one a day. Okay. Danielle, there's some laughter. There's some lightness. Will you commit to the next week that you're going to post one a day and see how you feel at the end of the week? Yes. Will you? Yes. And how's that feel when I when I say that and you say yes? Like I'm cringing a little. I feel like you just lightened up. <laughs> but kind of excited a little bit. You think? That I mean, I when I was on if you ever go back to my Facebook and look at videos, I did like this challenge that my friend did, Lexi. She um she said do 30 lives in 30 days. I think I made it to 18 or something wow maybe i'm not even sure so they're pretty like i look at the videos and i'm like i have no expression i'm just like there's nothing there but i mean i there was it was good content i guess and what was your feedback when you watched yourself this is good though that you said i had no expression what did it make you think watching yourself because son it's it's a lot of people can't watch themselves or listen to themselves because they're not willing to 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 process and have feedback from themselves toward themselves so what was your feedback when you thought why am I not why don't I have any expression was that a good thing or not a good thing no I feel like there's like if you look I mean obviously I'm comparing but if you look at other people and they're doing videos or talking about something they have some sort of expression and I had like it was flat but there was some laughter in there because I had my husband and a couple of them but um I think the friends that did get on there and watch live, like they would say that I'm inspiring and, you know. And that must feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And I can now, like little videos that I can, that I do, I can go back and, oh, when I did um, coaching calls with, oh my gosh, I forgot what her name was. Just one this of the coaches. Yeah. Anyway, well, I she wanted me to listen listen to them after. Yeah. Listen to the recording, and I didn't want to, but I did it, and I was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. I can do this. There's something so, here for you, Danielle. That's the point. That this is there's something you're needing. There's a reason that you want to do this and need to do this. And someone else listening might right now might say. I don't have any desire to do that. Good. That's okay. That's not for you. This There is something for Danielle right now that in her heart, there's something heavy on her heart that's saying you need to put yourself out there. You need to get, you need to put yourself out there. You need to start showing up. You need to be seen. 
You need people to see you. You matter. You need this. You need this. Your spirit needs this. When you are inspired, you're in spirit. Your spirit needs some inspiration. Yeah. So let's do it. And let's 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 get these up going. And I don't know where it's going to lead. I don't have a clue. I'm not a TikTok star. TikTok. I'm not a TikTok star. <laughs> I actually don't even watch TikTok. But um, I'm going to get up with the times. I am. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm going to be there, Danielle. I'm going to be watching. <laughs> um, but listen, this is your calling right now. So I say... Action is the antidote to despair. And it's not always the great, big, huge, important, monumental action steps that just start to change the trajectory. Sometimes it's the little things. And those little things start to build into leaps and bounds. And before we know it, we look back and we say, I can't believe just that little thing and that little thing and that little thing inspired me, gave me a little bit more confidence, gave me a little bit more confidence, and I did a little bit more, I did a little bit more. Wow, look at things are, are are turning around here. So I think that's your next step, Danielle, is is getting yourself back into things that inspire you because mm-hmm. I'm hearing you talk about God and you know it's pretty hard to have God working in and through you when you're not in spirit. So yeah. you need to be able to receive spirit channel spirit whether you call it the holy spirit whether you call it divine source energy whether you call it love and light and laughter and joy that's spirit that's the good stuff yeah so um listen i know we're we're kind of like saying do a leap and bound but i'm hearing you say i want to take some action and when i watch myself i do a little chuckle i inspire the people around me and that's going to start moving me in the right direction thanks for calling in danielle Thank you very much. Thank you. And you listen, I, I hear that seriousness. That's part of your humor. I, I don't know why I'm saying that, but that's that's your stick. So, uh, ladies, listen, we did it again today. I don't know. Should I do it again next Friday? Oh, well, I can. I just remembered I'm going to be in Napa Valley on a little wine tour with my friend. And I'm having lunch with Sherry Salada. Uh, I don't know why I'm sharing that with everyone, but Sherry was Oprah's executive producer for 20 years, and I literally interviewed her for our Simply Woman online retreat, and at the end of it, we connected, and I, she said, Crystal, you're amazing, and I said, you're amazing, and then I sent her some flowers and asked her if I could take her for lunch, and it didn't matter that I live in Toronto and she lives in California. She said, yes, let's have lunch, and I said, I'm jumping on a plane, and that's how you do it. Um, so next weekend I'm going to be in California. I'll keep you posted. I'll have a glass of wine for you. Um, and, uh, we'll be back for chat with Crystal in April. Uh, in the meantime, uh, book your discovery session with Brita. If you haven't yet find out more about our master empowerment coach certification or our personal empowerment coach certification and keep your eyes peeled because we've got a simply woman home retreat coming up at my house, my retreat center on may 20th it's a long weekend here in canada so you'll be have some time to travel and uh let's connect uh it's our time oh my sister it is time that's natalie's song oh my sister it is time stand up i feel like we should like play that should we do that right now should we go out with that oh my sister it is time stand up bye for now everyone
Let's do it. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.